Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning the book Duties of the Heart, and we're in the gate of love of God and uh, the last chapter of this incredible book. And we're learning how to really create an awareness of God and how to really see Hashem in our lives. You know, they say that there's no worse blind man than the one that doesn't want to see. So this uh, Rabbi Bahia, this is what he's teaching us. He's teaching us how to see. So today he says, how remarkable it is about them that the mitzvot that the Creator has commanded them to observe seem few to them compared to what they owe him. So he's talking about a person that is a, a, a person that loves God, a person that is, uh, as they call, a servant of Hashem and Evet Elohim. It's a person that really doesn't feel burdened by keeping mitzvot. He doesn't feel like it's a problem in his life. It's not a challenge. It's not a nuisance. It's not something that bothers him. On the contrary, he feels like there's not enough in this world that I can do for God that's going to compensate how much he does for me. You know, I'm, um, I'm about Shuva, and I, I, when I was younger, I didn't keep the Torah and the mitzvot as, as today because I didn't know better. I, I was ignorant. And, um, and today, like I, I, I see the hand of God in everything in my life. And I always, when I pray, I look up and I say, Hashem, I don't think my whole life is going to be enough to thank you for everything you've done for me. You know, it's an awareness of knowing who guides your life, who gives you your food, who feeds you, who gives you your home, who, sh who gives you your clothes, who gives you your family, your, your job, everything. And when you are connected to the awareness, when you have awareness, when you're not sleeping, when you're awake, and you see where all your blessings come from, then okay, Hashem is asking you to eat kosher. Okay, it's nothing compared to everything He does for me. Okay, when I, 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 I travel, sometimes it gets a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes I've had times when I, the only thing I could eat was fruit and vegetables, a fruit and, and, a, and a carrot. That's all I could eat. And you know what, it's fine. Nothing happened to me. And you know what, if I put it in a balance compared to everything He's done for me, it's nothing. So this is what Rabbi Nubahia is saying here. And he's saying for his favors and compared to what they accept upon themselves in the way of effort and exertion, forbearance and patience in order to adhere to his service. And he comes to explain the, 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 what the mitzvahs are because we hear, okay, 613 mitzvahs, it's so many mitzvahs. It's, how am I gonna keep 613 mitzvahs? So he comes to explain that the the total number of the mitzvot that we have to, 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 to fulfill is really, it's not 613 mitzvot because you have 248 positive things that you have to do. You have uh, 365 negative uh, mitzvot that are the ones that you abstain from. So it's not that you have to do them, it's on the contrary, you, you, you should not do them. Like you should not kill, you should not steal, you should not uh, be a false witness, you should not covet the wife of your neighbor or, or of anybody. These are things 
that are like don't do them so it's not really like you're going out of your way like you're just like not doing them that's it but then you have uh, 248 which are positive which really are the ones that we keep but in this 248 positive there are many mitzvot that you don't have to keep because they don't apply to you like if i'm a woman I don't have to do the, the, the mitzvot of a man. I don't, I don't have to put on the tefillim. I don't have to pray three times a day, although I do it because I love it, but you're, not, you're exempt from any mitzvah that is um, under a time. Uh, there's things that just don't apply to you. You're not obliged to learn Torah. It's not your obligation, although it's very nice to learn, but it's not a commandment for you. You're, you're not obliged. And there's also many mitzvot that are not are only applicable when there's a temple, when there's the, the Beit Hamikdash, and we don't have a Beit Hamikdash today, so we don't do sacrifices. There's many things we don't do, and then there's also mitzvot that only apply to the land of Israel, and so we don't live in. If you're in the diaspora, you're not obliged to keep this mitzvot. So what Rabbi Bahia says here is that then there are commandments incumbent upon the community but not upon the individual and this amounts to 65 commandments furthermore there are positive commandments limited to specific times such as shabbat the festivals the fasts. so it's not every day at every time and there are also positive commandments that can be practiced only in the land of israel such as the sacrifices brought by the individuals when the temple stood, we don't do this anymore, of, of, uh, and, and the pilgrimage that people used to do in the festivals, we don't do this anymore, and the like. And there are also commandments applicable under certain conditions, like for example, every seven years, you have to keep Shemitah year, you cannot grow the land, you have to abstain from working the land for one year, you don't touch the land, and this is only in Israel and you don't benefit from the land so it's it doesn't really apply to you and he gives another example the commandment of circumcision in the case of a person who has a son and he has to circumcise the, the, the son on the eighth day of, of, of his birth and this doesn't apply all the time to everybody and the commandment to make um, uh, a pidyon aven, which is when you have a first son and it's the first born son to a couple, it's the first born of the family and the woman cannot have a sick section, it has to be a first, uh, a natural birth, she couldn't have miscarried before, uh, she cannot be a Cohen, a Bas Cohen or a Bas Levi, it can only be the Israel, they do the Pidion Aven, if you're from the Levi or the, of the Cohen, you don't do a Pidion Aven. So there's things, there's commandments that are really only at, a, at certain times to certain situations. There's another one, the commandment to make a guardrail in the case of one who does not have a house, the commandment to honor one's father and mother in the case of an orphan and the like. So yes, there's a commandment that if you have a rooftop and people go up to the rooftop, you're commanded to put a rail around it so people are not gonna fall off. And, and it's, a, it's an obligation. But if you don't have a rooftop and you don't live in a house with a flat roof, 
you are not obliged to do this. Or for example, the, 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 the mitzvah of kibudavaim, which is honoring father and mother, it doesn't apply to, a, to an orphan because he doesn't have a father and a mother. So counting the commandments, they say, the prohibition should not be included in the count since one performs and fulfills them merely by refraining from them. In their own eyes, their service of God appears light and their works few in re relation to their desire and longing for the kind of service through which they could attain God's favor. And then they search among the duties of the limbs for positive commandments that are binding upon the individual at all times, in every place and in all situations, and find only the study of Torah and the teaching of the mitzvot, as it says, these words which I command you this day must be on your heart, teach them to your children and speak of them when you are home, when you're traveling on the road, when you lie down and when you get up. This is in Devarim. So what it's saying here, is that a, a, a person that is a, a Yirashamayim person, a person that has a, a fear of God, but not fear of, of being scared that God is going to do something to them, a fear of separation of God. That, you know, like children, little kids, when you first take them to, ski, to school, when they're in kindergarten, they have fear of, 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 of disattaching themselves from their mom. They don't want to be separate from their mom, so they cry because they're, they're fearful that they're gonna be separated from their mom. So this is the same feeling that we should have when we're not keeping commandments, when we are looking the other, other way and not keeping Hashem's Torah. We should um, develop within ourselves this fear of understanding that whenever you do an Avera every time you transgress or every time you lose the opportunity to do a mitzvah, you're separating from God. You're not going to be close to God. You're, you're separating from God. So this is what it says that then they go to the, to the duties of the limbs uh, <clears throat> to look for positive commandments to always have a reason to be doing a mitzvah. So if, if, if there's a burial, for example, someone died and you, and you can go, it's, it's a big mitzvah to, to accompany somebody to their resting place. If, if, if there's a wedding, it's a big mitzvah to go and, and rejoice with the bride and the groom. If, 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 if there's a bride and has no money to, to get her drawery, it's a big mitzvah to help a bride get married. So our life is full of opportunities to do things that connect us to God, that, that, that help us get closer to Him. So he's saying here that the Shema Israel that we say, that we say every day, is, is, that's what it is. These words which I command you this day must be on your heart and teach them to your children and speak of them when you're at home and when you're traveling on the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And the prophet later emphasized this again when he said, teach them to your children and speak of them when you are at home, when you're traveling on the road, and when you lie down and when you get up. So it's something that we have to teach our children. This is something that has to be taught. Like a kid can grow up in a Jewish home, but if he's not taught this, he's going to grow without connection, without feeling. And all this seems to them very little on their part in light of their recognition of how much they owe the Creator, may He be exalted in the service and deed. So when you have within yourself 
a feeling of gratitude towards God, when you really look around your life and you count your blessings, even if you have a hard life, because I'm not talking only for people who have everything. I'm talking about regular human beings that have a life. We all have things going on in our lives. It's, it's inevitable to go through life without issues. But when you really open your eyes and you really count your blessings and you always are looking for the good in your life and what Hashem is giving you, then you're going to see like, oh, I owe him. Like, I, I owe him so much. And you know what? Your life changes. It becomes a different life when you recognize the good. So this belongs to the duties of the heart, whose principles and divisions we have aimed to expound in this book. And this is the inner wisdom that is stored away in the hearts of the wise, hidden in their inner lives. When they speak of it, the truth of what they say is unequivocal, as all those of unblemished intellect testify to its truth and rectitude. Through this wisdom, they attain the highest levels and the most precious degrees of divine service with a whole heart loving God truly, with heart and soul and body and wealth, as the prophet peace be upon him commanded when he said, Love Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. That's what it means. Love Hashem with all your heart. And if you look at it in the Hebrew, it is in, um, it's actually in uh, plural, hearts. And what does it mean, hearts? We have a godly soul and an and a, and a animal soul. So that's what it means, because the resting place of these two neshamas, one is in the right side of the heart and the other one is on the left side of the heart, is that you should love God with your divine soul and with your animal, with all your animalistic tendencies, you should use them for God. If, if, if you're a person that has no, no patience, then use your impatience to do things in the world that will create change, that will create goodness to the world. Like use everything that you have for Hashem and love Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Those who attain this degree are closer than any other human being to the degree of the prophets who are pure and refined. So this is the, this is the, this is the, this is the key to loving God. It's like use everything. Use your, your Yetzer Hatov, your Yetzer Yetzer Hara, Use your money, use your every intelligence you have, everything you have to, to serve for the service of Hashem. You, all yourself should be for the service of Hashem. You should be a walking uh, revelation of God in this world. This is what you should be. So I want to wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.